Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I am joined, as always, by the dynamic duo of Benny and Steve as we go over all things Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, that's what the NFL has coined it as, and I love it. So we're going to talk all things football. But before I get into that, I do want to just say quickly, briefly, non-sports related, that um, today was one of the craziest days in U.S. political history, uh, a modern political history. We've had crazier days in the past, but in the last 30, 40 years, I can't think of many days crazier than today. Um, for those that of you that don't know, I would hope all of you know, but for those of you who don't know, there was a uh, an attempted coup that took place in the U.S. Capitol by right-wing extremists that Trump and his henchmen have been pushing that the election was stolen from him. And I don't like talking politics on this podcast that much because it is a sports podcast. But today, what happened was an extremely ugly, uh, extremely ugly image for our country, a country that I love dearly. And a lot of my friends I know love dearly, regardless of if we're uh, Democratic or Republican voters. And everybody that knows me knows I am a staunch liberal. I'm a Democrat. I voted for Joe Biden and and Kamala Harris. I worked for them to to win. And uh, it's one of my greatest professional accomplishments to the date. But truthfully... I don't hold hateful views of my Republican friends. I can get along with anybody. But what happened today is a real breaking point in our nation, and I think that everybody should be disgusted, regardless of who they voted for in November, about what happened today. What happened today was uh, a direct result of our president's rhetoric and him pushing BS conspiracy theories that have radicalized people. And this radicalization is no different than any other. Uh it's a dangerous slope and we're going down it badly. And I hope we're able to come back from this in the future, in the near future, especially 2020 for the most part was a shit show. And 2021 has started out no different, sadly. Um, but I have hope. I have faith that we are going to come out of this year very, very much better than we are now. And if that's the case, then it was a good year and it's still early and I have a lot of hope, like I said. So um, without further ado, I won't hold your time any longer for politics. If you ever like to talk politics, just message me or directly. You can find me anywhere on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, on Snapchat. I I respond to everything. Anybody that wants to talk, feel free. Um, But we will talk football on this podcast for the rest of this episode. I do open the episode with a little politic talk with Benny and Steve. Very brief, very brief. a minute, minute and a half, and then we get into football talk. So please, if you will, enjoy this episode of Backseat Quarterbacks where we discuss all things NFL Wildcard Weekend, Super NFL Card NFL Wildcard Weekend. Here is Benny and Steven. Hello, Benny. Hello, Steve. How are you two fine gents doing today? Ooh, we're gents, Benny. Dandy. I'm I'm feeling dandy. You know, I'm going to do I'm going to do something I don't normally do. I'm going to talk a little politics right now. What happened today in America is one of one of the worst days in a long time in this country. And uh, there we are lucky that a lot of people didn't die today. And uh, those people are domestic terrorists and they hopefully they go to jail for a very long time or prison for a very long time. And if you if you actually Crazy. support what they're doing, then you're in the wrong, too, because yeah, what they did, don't listen to our podcast. Yeah, what they did put the lives of the current vice president, so if you're a Republican, that's Mike Pence, Kamala Harris, the next vice president, and every member of Congress and the House and Senate at risk, and uh, uh, you, there was no hold, there was no like bars against that, and so uh, what happened today was a disgrace, and their lunatic president is going out sad, and he will no longer be president in about two weeks, we won the Senate too, baby! So, that's all I'm going to say about politics on this podcast, uh, Trump you stink. Bye. So let's talk football. Okay. Just a little, 
get that, get that off the chest. Uh, we got the playoffs coming up, but before we talk about the playoffs, I need to give a shout out to all three of us on week 17, Benny 13 and three. Good week. My friend Wait, stop right there. Yes. Would you guys be surprised that that's not the best? It's actually, it's actually the worst. It's actually, it's actually the, worst. the worst, folks. 13 and three. That's crazy. Sterling told me this before. He said, hey, man, you went 13 and three this week. And I was like, what? That's awesome. You know, and I thought for sure I was, I did the best. But you know what? No. No, I did better than Benny. I went 14 and two. That's not the best. Stephen That's Bruin. That's not the best. Stephen Bruin, a perfect week. 16 perfect zip. Week. 16 zip. Are you kidding me? This man sees the future. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, you guys might want to bet off my picks this week. Come on. What's happening this weekend, Steven? <laughs> give, give you have to wait and see, Benny. <laughs> you have to wait and see. So okay. that brings our season end, our 17-week season end. Steve, you came in a week late. I think one week late. I want to make sure so I'm not. I think uh, I think it was like, I think it was. It was two. one or two weeks. I don't know. I, I'm not going to add up the games here, but one or two weeks. But so, Benny, you won regardless of when steven came in your winning percentage is phenomenal 169 nice 85 and one i went 153 101 and one i almost stayed under the 100 losses if i would have done what steve did and steve 144 82 and one so you had a better winning percentage than me steven by quite a bit um but total wins is how we go around here but benny that's a 17 game win or a 16 game uh win this year i i don't remember what last year's was i think it was probably like 12 or 13 so i think i think you're up in, in career game so far my friend and do i get an acceptance speech no acceptance speech no nope. acceptance. all right too bad hey everybody um okay. so hear. if you like if you like that record um just text me 360-791-2716 uh and then i'll send you my venmo account and i will sell picks next year i will Ooh. be selling picks next year i love the grip. nfl games yeah i'll be selling uh, i'll be selling my picks so if you're interested you let me know and uh, me, I like it. I might, I might go sixteen and zero once next week. Who knows? Or I mean, not uh, next week. I mean, uh, next year. Well, I mean, this week you can go six and zero. Next week you can go six and zero, right? And then I mean, you can end up sixteen and zero if you guess all the playoff games or something. That's greatness, that. Steven. I'm just, I'm jealous of that, honestly. Thanks. I, I really don't know why guys picked the Jets over the Patriots, but I'll take it. Let me yeah. tell you, I know faith in Cam who had the best game of his Patriots career, except for probably the second game against the Seahawks. Uh, Does he still deserve to be an NFL quarterback? Uh, well, I said starting this. Starting quarterback? No, no, no. Yeah. I want him to be the backup next season, and uh, yeah. I don't know if he'll come back. But I know for – you know, we're not going to get into the Patriots. I've put a, I've put a uh, cap. No more. The They're not in it. I bring up the good times, or I bring up uh, the draft. So yeah, I just stop talking We're going right to talk about Patriots. Yeah. See, see. I, Unfortunately, uh, there's another team you can be a, a yep, shill for. Listen, I'm able, I'm able to jump right onto the Bucks bandwagon. Uh, oh, it's gonna be a good, good the season. Disdain. Um, okay, let's do, let's get right into it. We have six games. We're gonna go through this pretty quickly. Um, no breaks. Foot on the gas. Uh, All gas, Col- no breaks. Shout out to Colts YouTube. and Bills. Oh, by the way, so in the in these picks, we are gonna be picking against the spread. We're gonna give us the winner, obviously, but also say if we think they're covering or not, and that's how we're gonna actually tabulate our results. Okay, that makes sense for everybody. Yes, sir. Alrighty. Okay, Benny. Let's see if you can make that regular season performance into the playoffs, or if you're just Peyton Manning of of the picks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little little choke artist. I'm the Drew Brees of the picks. The Dan Marino of the picks. Uh, Colts and Bills. 
The Bills are six and a half point favorites. The over under is 51. Uh, this is the early morning game on Saturday. I was kind of surprised. The Bills have been on primetime for like three of the last four weeks. I didn't think this would be the early game, but it, I guess it makes sense. I think the early game should have been Bears Saints, personally. I think that's the the worst matchup of, of all. But regardless, yeah, that's the one where you you you're moseying downstairs, you're popping your back, you're having your coffee, you know, and you're not really that bought into it. Maybe at one forty, at one forty, you're, hey, you're well, you, your back waking uh, up. Well, <laughs> you were celebrating the night before the NFL playoffs, yeah, the, the right. super wild card weekend. The night before, you were celebrating. Super, so. super. I like how Ooh, they're calling that. I like how they're using that. They've trademarked it. Super wild card weekend. Um, but yeah, th- this this Colts Bills game. A little a little analysis here. The Bills are the hottest team in football, I think, by quite a bit. Uh, Josh Allen has just been on his A game and. They are the one team in in the playoffs, I think, that have taken advantage of other teams' weaknesses the most. What I mean by that is they actually pick their matchups and really target the matchups, and they don't care if uh, if they're over-targeting a player. You saw that with Diggs against the Steelers in that second half uh, a few weeks back. They kept throwing to him, right, because he would be open every play. They, 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 will, they continue to basically – pick at your scabs and hit your wounds and, and, and finish you. They've put up so many points. This Colts team is legit. And uh, they, this is going to be, I think, I think this is the bills coming out party. How about that? I think they're going to, they're going to have a huge game in this playoffs. Josh Allen last week or Where last have you season. been in the last 10 weeks. Of no, football? no. I mean, for, for it's what they do for in the playoffs, playoffs. for playoffs the bills last season. If you recall, played, oh, I gotcha. Okay. Played the Texans and Josh Allen, uh, you know, he went. He went lunatic. He had some lunacy problems in the this second half. This is the we're right? for real moment. Is what you're this saying. is where yeah. we're for real. We should be the favorites, not the Chiefs. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I think they're gonna win this game. I think they're gonna cover. Uh, so six and a half. I think they're gonna cover. And I, I mean, I don't know what the alternate line is here, but I wouldn't be so. I would not be afraid to bet the alternate line. Whatever it probably is, like thirteen and a half. I think they win this game pretty, pretty, pretty easy because the Colts. If the Bills take an early lead the Colts aren't coming back into the game and the, the bills will continue to build and build and build on that lead. Remember in that game against the dolphins and the must win for the dolphins, they just put up like 50 points and Josh Allen didn't even play the second half. So uh, I, I don't know. I think that this offense is just rolling and the defense has playmakers. So bills covering and I like the over, but we're not going to do over okay. or under for, for picks. Um, Let me just say this before we start before I start talking about any of these playoff games is, you know, the whole thing, you know, Josh Allen hasn't performed well in the playoffs. Um, usually these, these playoff games are hostile environments and they're, you know, real, obviously it's still a big stage, but they're, you know, games are packed. Uh, everything's on the line, right? There, how do you think no fans is going to affect uh, this at all? It almost, it's, it it's kind of like a little bubble, bubble feel, right? Like people are saying, in the bubble, younger teams might have a better chance because it's not the same stakes, um, same pressure. I th- I yeah, kinda, there's less pressure. There's definitely less pressure. Yeah. So I think um, I'm kind of talking myself into a Bills blowout by saying that because, you know, what we've seen in the past is Josh Allen makes some mistakes in the playoffs. Obviously, he hasn't made those mistakes this year. And it's, I, I doubt he just this year. goes – yeah, he's been great. It's not like he's just going to – you know, die revert or, back to what he yeah, was. Yeah, revert back to that. Yeah. But maybe there's more of a chance of that if, you know, if it is the usual pressure of the playoffs. But 
I think that the Bills will win, but I I still think it'll be a close game. I don't think they cover um, just because the Colts have been good all year at, uh, you know, limiting teams. I think this will be – I mean, if, if the Bills' offense explodes against the Colts, then you're right. It is their, their coming out worth real. But uh, because, I mean, the Colts have been great on defense almost all year. So um, they'll be really scary if they, if they, I don't care. I don't care if they, even if the Colts play them close and they score tons of points against the Colts, that'll be scary. Yeah. But I got them winning and no cover. No cover? No cover. I got uh, uh, Colts covering. Okay. You got Bills. No cover. Okay, Steve. Oh, this is perfect. My internet cut out like during the entire time Benny was talking. But uh, I didn't miss much. A lot of yeah. blabbering. <laughs> no, everyone, everyone just froze. I was like, oh, it's Benny. And then Sterling was standing perfectly still, too. I was like, oh, never mind. But uh, Welcome back to the party, I like this Bills. I, I, this Bills team I like a lot, too. And I think the defense doesn't get enough love uh, right now. I think the defense has been playing stellar. And the Colts, the Colts defense is good. Secondary is a little suspect, though, and I think Josh Allen is going to take advantage of that, and I think it's going to be – I think they'll win by a touchdown, so I uh, give me the Bills cover, too. I like the quickness of that pick, right to the point. Hopefully your internet gets better because Benny What said was that? Me, I didn't hear anything. Your, your internet cut your out. Your internet there. cut out. <laughs> <laughs> I do like a 20-minute passage at speech, and like – yeah, hey, we didn't get anything. <laughs> then you're, you're gone. You black out. You're like talking for 20 minutes, and then you pop back up, and me and Sterling are just having a completely different conversation. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, Stephen's gone." That <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Stephen's well, we... crying when his camera turns back on. <laughs> yeah, that's how passionate I get about Josh Allen. <laughs> uh, Josh Allen, hell of a hell of a player. Hey, honestly, the growth of Josh Allen is just uh, amazing. I I don't think anybody could have predicted it. I remember this when we coming into the season. I said. And I think you agreed, Benny, actually, that like the only thing they're missing is a quarterback. Like this team is ready to contend, but their yeah. QB problems, Josh Allen's just inaccurate. We were wrong. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, they basically everything we probably said at the beginning of the year that they needed, uh, which was a consistent quarterback and maybe like an offensive, another offensive weapon. Uh, they have it all now. You know, they yeah. have a, an amazing quarterback. And Stephon Diggs has been freaking amazing too. So, yeah, what a good trade! What a good trade for them. Yeah, amazing. Um, Rams at Seattle. Seattle is a three and a half point favorite. This line has dipped about a point since it came out. It might dip more. Uh, rumors of golf playing is probably the re- reason why. Um, McVay has said that he is not naming his starter until until the Sunday or the Saturday game. Uh, the Rams kind of got shafted on this by playing on Saturday when Goff has the broken finger. I know that they're not the NFL's not setting things thumb. up for yeah br- yeah broken thumb. I know the NFL's not setting up things to help certain players, but it feels like in the playoffs they probably should. I mean, legitimately, it is it makes it more entertaining if you have teams that you know better health. Um, so this is an odd one. Uh oh, somebody's in Benny's room. We have a guest guest speaker. I'm on. <laughs> Who's there? Nope. Who's there, Benny? There's Hi, a Dad. ghost. Hi, Dad. Oh, ghost, huh? Yeah, okay. house is haunted. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> but I, I, this is the thing. I mean, like, if it is Goff, I have more confidence in the Rams, obviously, than if it's Warford or Wofford. I still don't know his name. I'm not going to learn his name. Doesn't doesn't. Do Wolford. 
Wolford. Okay. Um, but here's the thing. I'm going to assume it's Goff. And I think McVeigh. I think that I think there's problems with Seattle's defense still. And Adams is is banged up. I don't know if he's playing this game. Uh, Carol has said he might, he might not. I don't know if that helps or hurts them. Honestly, in some respects, it helps them. Adams is a, is a bad player in the secondary, but on the other hand, without him on the line, they don't really get any pressure. And if you have a banged up golf with no Adams, he's going to have all day in the pocket. And that's pretty much what I'm basing this pick on. I think that the, the Rams and, and Seahawks are equal, equal teams pretty much mm-hmm. this year. Um, but I do worry about, how Seattle looks week to week and how it's really been a tale of two seasons for them. The, the first half of the season, they were scoring a lot of points. The defense stunk the second half of the season. They're not scoring points. The defense looks good, but they're playing such bad teams that they don't need to score points, but it's like, why can't you walk and chew gum? Why can't you, why can't you continue to do what you did? Nobody can. Okay. Well, (laughs) you know, no, you know what I'm saying? Wait, what? You're the Seahawks fan here. You know exactly what I'm saying. It frustrates you to hell that that they their offense plays this way. But it's like if their defense is ever above average, the offense just looks flat. If the offense is doing great, the defense is just getting gashed every single drive, and it makes no sense. Yeah, they got to put it together. Yeah, and if I this is my opinion, if you haven't put it together through 17 weeks, it's going to be really hard to just turn flip the switch. And uh, I could be wrong here. If 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 Walford starts, then then I don't think the Rams win this game, but it'll be a close game regardless. So really for, for the point, I'm going to say the Seattle doesn't cover. I think it's a two point game or a three point. I think it's a field goal game, a two point game either way. Uh, give me the Rams straight up though. Wow. Okay. Damn. No matter who starts, huh? Yeah. I mean, Dwayne Haskins kept it within a five point game. Blaine Gabbard, I think covered last <laughs> week or not Blaine. Yeah. It was no, uh, what's his name? Uh, CJ Beathard. Like oh, you yeah, just, CJ Beathard, yeah. You just go through these quarterbacks they've played lately. Carson Wentz covered. He did the backdoor cover. You just see these yeah. quarterbacks that they played. And it's like most of these quarterbacks have covered. And uh, and I'm just – I don't trust – I don't know what's wrong with Seattle. They have such good uh, weapons on offense. And Russell Wilson's one of the most talented quarterbacks. I do not know what's happened over the last few weeks, over the last half of the season. He was literally yeah. on pace for all these touchdowns, and he ends up – he ends up with 40. That's great. But I mean, I think he had 20 through the first five weeks, you know? Yeah. They're not, they're not balanced offensively anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and the defense has been lackluster at points. That's why they've been. So, uh, I mean, you know, looking at their overall record, they, they've consistently been winning games, but never really impressively. Uh, so they, they haven't been consistent in that, in that way. But um, I think the Seahawks are going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of which quarterback plays. And I think that also, I think, I, I think they don't cover, especially if it's a three and a half spread um, going into the game, regardless of either quarter, quarterback playing. I think with the Seahawks, um, they'll be good enough to beat the Rams, but I agree. It'll be a two, two to three point game. Um, I just want to say something about Jared Goff. Uh, watching him dislocate his thumb like that and pop it straight back in, that was – I gained a lot of respect for him in that moment. I was yeah. like, damn, because, I mean, if that would have happened to me, I would have just ran to the sidelines, and, and I wouldn't, wouldn't have popped it back in on my own. I would have 
I would have just showed my hand to a trainer and had them do it. But he just he looked right down at it and he like, oh shit, shook it. And I'm like, snap that back in. I'm like, damn, that that thing was. It was it was bad. It was it was a right angle where it's not supposed to be. So, anyways, I just wanted to get that in there. Respect to Jared Goff. That's pretty badass. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at this right. I'm just I, I'm looking at Seattle versus the Rams. Since I Wilson's thought you were gonna say you're looking at pictures of Jared Goff's thumb. No, no, I I was looking <laughs> at pictures of Jared Goff. What a hunk, LA guy. Uh, <laughs> I think it's pretty good. Uh, not, not my type. Not my type. Not your type. Uh, but I was looking at the Seahawks and Rams record since Wilson's been the starter. And it doesn't matter who the Rams have put out there. It's been close games or Rams wins. Like, I mean, I look at this. So they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten 10 wins since Wilson's been the starter compared to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight losses. So 10 it and eight. It will be a close game. That 10 and eight. much. I and some guarantee. of those quarterbacks in that, in that time span were, you know, pretty terrible. Cause that's not all McVay era. So 10 and eight, since Wilson's been the starter, the Rams have beat him 10 times lost eight. That's why I'm saying it's, they're not going to cover. Cause uh, I think this game's close regardless. I think it's History physically lesson. impossible for the Seahawks to beat the Rams by a lot of points is what I'm saying. I agree. Um, Steven. Yeah, I am. So I like the Seahawks right now to win, but I think I like the Rams to cover because uh, we really don't know who's going to play quarterback right now. And I think the Seahawks have been playing pretty close games, but I kind of trust them heading into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to handle business first game. I think Russell is going to go back to doing what he does. What's um, he and hey, back to, back to cooking. He cooks, baby. He cooks, baby. And uh, so I like them a lot. And I don't think this is a big mismatch because I think Pete Carroll isn't as good as McVay, but I think he's just he, he's good enough where McVay is not going to outcoach him like he's a bad coach. Yeah, so, he's not going to get schooled. Um, yeah, Pete Carroll is not getting schooled. He's one of the best coaches of all yeah, time. Yeah, well, you know what's crazy about that is like, you know, obviously McVay is this offensive uh, genius, right? Coach, yeah. I mean, Pete Carroll, he's like, he doesn't call the offense or the defense. He's he's just like a, he's just a manager, you know, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and, and other other news, real quick. Anybody who's a Seahawks fan, maybe. Uh, I saw that uh, John Schneider was being trying to be vultured by a few, um, teams. That would be a major loss. Um, what? In my opinion. What? What? The yeah, GM dude. Ben. Hey, he's the architect of the Legion of Boom. You're living off your past success. That's like saying the White Sox hiring Tony LaRusso was a great hire. Are we doing Vinny's baseball corner or what? <laughs> it's like, he's li- listen, that was a decade ago almost. Vinny's front office. John cubicle. Schneider. I John Schneider would be a terrible hire because you'd have to give draft picks up for him, number one. And I don't think he's worth that because he, if you look at his track record in drafting, he's living off of those two drafts, 2011, 2012. And he really has hit on amazing drafts by the way like amazing. look, look two, at those look at those drafts those back back to back uh the the one before the russell wilson bobby wagner one it was cam chancellor richard sherman uh but then the one before earl that thomas. no no the, no i don't think that was the same year i think earl thomas might have came a year before if it was it was if they were the same year it, it was earl thomas russell okung uh richard sherman cam chancellor kj wright Doug all Baldwin. either Doug Baldwin free agent. I think it was unsigned free agent. Like either all 
maybe all in one draft, maybe between two. No, I think he, he, then he nailed Russell Wilson, Bobby Wagner, and, and Bruce Irvin. He Bruce nailed Irvin. back to back. I'm not taking discredit. Oh, yeah. Nailed. I'm not discrediting him. I'm saying, you know, okay, this is going to be a shorter podcast. There are six games. Pete Let's Carroll deserves credit for that too. Let's go Seahawks draft Obviously. history here. And I, I want you to tell me who they have hit on um, since okay. that Russell Wilson draft. Okay. And I'll give uh, you D- DK Metcalf. Everybody passed him up. Obviously, that's a hit so far. DK's a hit. Uh, T- Tyler Lockett was a hit. That was a fourth round. Tyler Lockett's a hit. Pick. Okay. And now I w- I'm going to give you the names. Those are two that are definite hits. Okay. Yeah. And Frank Clark, I'd say also. Those are yeah. Frank Clark, he, he's successful with. Uh, There's Kansas so many State. players here, but I'm just, I'm going to go through them. Okay. Because we have the time. So, uh, Christine M- M- Michelle, Christine. Oh Michelle? yeah, that, that yeah, uh, Chris, yeah, yeah whatever. Michael, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was a miss. Jordan Hill, Chris Harper, Jesse Williams, Therold Simon, Luke Rashad Wilson. Penny. Uh, one sec, no, let, I'm gonna go through each year from 2013 to present. Okay, from so. 2013 to present. Tell okay. me, tell me, where's the hit here? Okay, Luke Wilson, Spencer Ware, Ryan Seymour, Ty Powell, Jared Smith, Michael Bowie. Paul Richardson, then 2014, Paul Richardson, Justin Britt, Cassius Marsh, Kevin Norwood, Kevin Pierre-Lewis, uh, Jimmy Stanton, Garrett, Garrett Scott, Eric Pinkins, Kiro Small, Frank Clark hit, Tyler Lockett Okay, okay. Hit. So there's there's no uh, – the, the, no, in, in 2013-14, there's no, I'd say, big hits, but I'd say there are some uh, NFL veterans, and I'd say uh, Paul Richardson, Justin Britt, uh, Kevin Pierre Lewis um, and Luke Wilson. They they may be journeymen. You're giving them too are, much credit. Man. NFL veterans. You're this giving next too much year, credit 2015, here. 2015, 2015. Yeah. Those first two picks are good. Frank, yeah, and then after that, yeah. Terry Poole, Mike, or Mark Lewinsky, Ty Smith, Ob- I don't know how to pronounce. Obum Guachum. I don't know how to pronounce the next next name either. Uh, and then Ryan Murphy. Whatever. There's a Norwegian right there. I have no clue who that is. Uh, <laughs> Christian Sicoli. Yeah. Uh, 2016. <laughs> Jermaine Effetti. Jaron Reese. Still playing in the NFL. Jaron Reed, that's a good pick. CJ Procise, that's pick. that's not that's not a good pick. Nick Vanette, Reese Ab- Abidambo, Quentin Jefferson, Alex Collins, Joey Hunt, uh, Kenny Lawler. My old next door neighbor was named Joey Hunt. Uh, Kenny Lawler and Zach Brooks. I wonder if that's him. Oh, it is not him. Joey Hunt is uh is very skinny. He's not a center. Okay, Malik McDowell, Ethan Poich, Poisic, Shaquille Griffin. Poisic is a good pick. I mean, Ethan okay. Prosich is a good pick. Shaquille Chris, Griffin is a good pick. Yeah, we can, we can um, just go through. Tedrick here. Thompson is a, is a is a decent pick. Down at the bottom, this these these two seventh round picks. David Moore hit. and Chris Carson. David Moore and Chris Carson. Those are two. David good Moore's picks. like the third or fourth receiver on the team, and Chris Carson. Yeah, Chris Carson's fine. Chris Carson's a, a great seventh round pick. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. They, they they have. But not then been... the next year they went in first round. Richard Penny. So they didn't think it was a good pick at the time, right? Yeah, and then that, all that Penny draft, the rest of that draft is really bad, right? You do, look at throughout that. Rasheem Green, I don't think he's played, has he? No, Rasheem Green's contributing this year. Will no. Disley has been pretty good for them when he's healthy. Yeah, but this is uh, a bad draft. And then 2019. Michael Dixon, uh, Pro Bowl punter, huh? You're giving him credit for the punter. Fifth round pick. That's what that's what the Lions want when they sign. Yeah, them. no, they haven't been great. They have. You're right. They haven't been great. They, and then this, few. then the last two years, really the only hit from the last two years is DK honestly. And obviously it's early for 2019 and 2020, but there's yeah. nobody that just jumps off the table and says, wow, this is, this is, you know, going to be a franchise guy. We're giving him the second contract. So um, sorry for taking everybody's time, but if they, yeah, do, sorry folks, if they do, if I don't think Schneider's going to be the guy, I think that 
a team would probably sign somebody under Schneider because of the cost that Schneider would come with. And also, I don't know why he'd go to Detroit. I, I know he's a, a, a 49er guy. So why would he take Detroit over waiting for the 49er job? Because that is not, that's possible to open up anytime. Honestly, I think, I don't think Ted Thompson's there anymore. And if he wants a job, he could probably get it unless it's like, you know, probably there's probably like eight or nine jobs he can't get. I'm not saying he's bad. I just think that like, if you're getting him, because you need to like make a new team. I don't know if he's those two drafts have carried his coattails and those two drafts are unbelievable, but are that, can you they, repeat they that are, anywhere? No, they you can't. are unbelievable. Kate. I, I didn't even look at those two drafts. Honestly. I know, I know we should move on, but um, okay. Yeah. Wow. Th- this, so it was 2010. They drafted Russell Okung, Earl Thomas, Golden Tate. Uh, Cam, Cam Chancellor. Chancellor, four four great players there, four great picks. The next year, they drafted KJ Wright, Richard Sherman, Malcolm Smith, who ended up being a Super Bowl MVP. That's overlooked. James Carpenter, Carpenter has not been great, but he's played in the NFL for a long time. Then the next draft, this is this one's crazy. Bruce Irvin, Bobby Wagner, Russell Wilson, and I mean. You don't need to know anything else after that. I think they got Jermaine Curse that year as a free agent. But the fact of getting Bobby Wagner and Russell Wilson, and you know that in the same draft, I think they're going to skip through most of this. <laughs> they're going to be pressing plus thirty, plus thirty, plus thirty as I'm naming. As that's we're naming fine. That's it. fine. That's fine. We're, it's yeah. done now. No, no more. No more draft classes. <laughs> uh, he, he he's a good GM. I'm not saying he's a bad GM. I'm just saying since those two two to three draft classes, he's been a subpar GM. And uh, I think some of the contracts he's given out are per- probably the reason why they haven't been a real contender as of late. Uh, they have no depth. They had no depth for a while. And I think that the I think that trade for Adams is is sure. probably going to backfire on him. And DK, I mean DK is not going to backfire, but the problem is is they're going to give Adams this huge deal, and then they're going to give DK this huge deal. They both earned it. I. I DK is probably interested. Adams, no, but they're going to have to give it to him because he gave up two for, two first rounds for him. So they're going to be in cap hell. And you have Wilson making $35 million. Here's a question to you, Benny. You can offer Wilson in a first for the Jaguars pick. You get Trevor Lawrence. You doing that? Or are you saying no? No. Ooh. Yeah. You're saying no instantly. <laughs> yeah, same, no. Best asset in, in football is a quarterback on a rookie contract. Dude, I, I, just, I just can't give up a sure thing in Russell Wilson okay. right now. He's, I mean, he's still in his early thirties. He, he's got, if he, if he plays it well, 10 more years, you know, he wants to play till he's 45. I think he's into the podcast game a little too much for that. <laughs> and he loves his wife too much. Honestly, you got to be a little more heartless, Russ. What? Yeah. Maybe a little more. All heartless. Right. <laughs> next game. Next. Game. Uh, okay. Saturday night, prime time. Is Sarah listening? No, she, she's somewhere out there. I don't know what she's doing. Uh, <laughs> Saturday night. We have Tampa Bay. At Washington, uh, we talked about how Washington won this division. You know, it's not talked about enough how the Eagles tanking that game has been like a storyline this week. I just want to say something. They act like they acted like they pulled prime, uh, prime Dan Marino out of that game. Jalen Hurts stunk in that game, and on the his last pass of the game was a fourth down on fourth and goal, and he All right. totally missed an open Let's guy. Let's not play around. We know what happened. Well, Nate we Sudfield know. played just as good as Jalen Hurts did that game. But no, if you look at the numbers, it was obvious. Well, Washington tried to choke the game away too. They fumbled snaps. They did all this. So here, we're, we don't need to keep going in on that. We'll say this. Tampa Bay is, I think Tampa Bay is going to win this game. Uh, it's at eight and a half. The line opened up at seven. It got up to like 10. 
and now it's came back down to around eight, eight and a half. Um, there's a few few factors at play here. Tampa Bay, the last few weeks have started out strong. Washington, uh, in in their their season, they have started out really bad on on defense. They give up points early, and so this could be a game that gets out of hand quickly. I'm gonna say this: Do you think Washington can score 20 points? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, <sighs> you think it I'm gonna tell you this. Philly was making a making it hell for Alex Smith that game, and Philly was resting a ton of players. Fletcher Cox wasn't in. Uh, I don't think they had two of their starting DBs, even though their their secondary was terrible for the last half. And what they put up, 19 points that game. Uh, I don't know what happens in this game defensively, but I could say this: um, if if Tampa gets to 20 points, the game's effectively over, in my opinion. And so, with that being said, I think this is going to either be a close game because they get Brady off his mark early, which could happen, but I, I really doubt it because this is actually kind of uh, disadvantageous to to Washington because they played the Sunday night game and now they're playing on Saturday. So they have the least rest of any team um, in, in the playoffs. And I think that the turnaround's going to be quick. Alex Smith might not last this game. He played really bad in that, in that Eagles game. He's obviously not close to 100%, and it's not even his bad leg that's affecting him. It's his other leg. I could see a Taylor Heineke coming in here, and, uh, and you know, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like, I, I don't think Alex Smith is good. Enough. No, like, did you watch him last week? He looked terrible, and Taylor Heineke could have done exactly what Alex Smith did. He's just not – if you get the ball out quick, it works well. But I think that the defense – I think that the Bucks okay, defense – Alex is- Smith did – make a couple really nice passes like that uh you remember the um he threw it up high to logan thomas that that was a beautiful ball yeah that was one good pass i agree yeah. i i'm not i just think that this game is either going to be pretty close because the bucks can't score and they start out slow like they have before or they start out like they have in the last few weeks and if they do that i am betting the alternate line on this i think it's 13 and a half and i i, I think it's going to be i think they're going to win by a lot of points uh Wow. I don't know if it's an indicator for the rest of the postseason. I just have faith that this Bucks team has looked really good lately, and I think this continues at least this game. I'll say this: um, Who do you think's who do you think's running that offense now? Do you think it's Leftwich and Arians, or do you think it's Brady? <sighs> like who do? Because the offense looks different now. It does not look like it looked through. Oh yeah, right. No, I'm serious. They're playing better. You They're, don't know that the offense looks different. You're not. You're not looking at their. You're not watching the tape over and over again. Hey, you watching, watching the tape, Sterling? I watch the tape. Yeah. I actually no. listen. I, I legitimately watch tape on the Bucks and the Patriots. Those two teams. I actually do. Shut I'm, up! No, you I don't. Do. What would I lie about this? What's the How, lie about? What, what They're do? running different plays. You I got I can't game pass you. going on 24 yeah, seven. You go on YouTube and watch like uh I can't give you, I can't give you percentages. I don't, I don't write, per, I don't write each play down in a notebook, but I can tell you this. They're doing a lot less first and 10 running. They're doing a lot more motion. They're not running these stupid uh, halfback screens that are always dropped because Ronald Jones doesn't have good hands. They've changed their offense up and uh, they're running a lot more Brady friendly offense than they ran the first 11 weeks of the year. And so that's a, that's a legitimate question. If Sterling was offensive coordinator, I'd throw it a 50, 60 times a game. Yeah. He'd run five wide. There'd be, 
there'd slants, be, slants. There'd be motion everywhere. He loves the word motion. That's a go-to. I love for him. the word motion. It's he loves word. the word motion. And put so he many says, people in he motion. Says, Get more motion in there, you know. Every team needs to use more motion. Because- <laughs> hey, 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 he gets more motion. Team, his team is 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 down by three touchdowns. They're getting uh, shut out. He calls a timeout. Come on, guys. Where's the motion? Where's the motion? Where's the motion? No, I'll tell you this. Uh, you watch if you. There are Twitter accounts to follow to be able to watch like game tape on stuff. Brian Baldinger does it all the time, right? And that's just that's just one yeah, guy. Yeah, he's really example. good at that. Did you see the one with Aaron Rodgers that he did that he keynoted like a couple of days ago? Um, no. It's football is based off of pre-snap reads in the NFL for the most part. If you have oh, yeah. a, a, the old sage like Brady having him come out there and having it just be no moving pre-snap and you just are reading what's happening that's how you get fooled because the defense isn't doing anything but if you start putting people in motion if you actually make the defense show yeah, what you, you playing, get you, you get you get you can get a little tell are you yeah is there ways for the defense to disguise get around that disguise yeah yeah but guess what brady watches literally every snap from the, the team and he sees most of that right like he's he's yeah, a i'm not i'm not doubting brady's Brady's dedication to watching tape. I'm doubting your dedication to watching. Oh, well, listen, tape. I watch a lot of tape. Okay, uh, <laughs> a lot, a lot of tape. I'm I know what you, tape you're watching. I watch a lot of tape. A lot of, a lot of <laughs> Listen, the, nothing from the '80s. Uh, more, I'm more modern with the tapes I watch. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this though. Um, my basis of about how, how I'm deducing this information and coming up with my ideas is based on. Nice I bet. Thank you. I I bet I bet this game. I think Sunday night when the lines were a little lower before they jumped up a bit on on a tease because I was like these are definitely jumping and I was right uh, on the Bills game or on the on the on the Bucks game at least the Bills game hasn't moved. I think that still moves too. But I'm gonna just say flatly the offense looks a lot better now. They have played bad defenses, but it's not just about who they've played. It's about how they've played and how they've looked. Uh, the Falcons looked really good against Kansas City, right? Then they looked absolutely atrocious against Tampa. Now, I'm not going to put Kansas City in the gutter here. We're not talking about them. I'm not going to flame the them Jets today. Jets beat the Rams. The Rams yes. beat the Buccaneers. Therefore, oh my the God. Jets are better than the Buccaneers. But football is random. And we both know that. But how a I team's know. looked for the last five weeks of a season is important. And they've looked good since the bye. Since they've looked good since no, the I second agree. They've half looked of the Vikings game. And so I think this game is going to be a pretty, pretty um, lopsided game. I'd be shocked if Washington plays it close because Washington starts slow. They get good in the second half on defense, really good in the second half on defense. They are, they have the least points scored against since I think week five or six than any team in the NFL in the second half. And the second with like, I think it's like 40 or 45 points. The second place team has like 70 points. So are given up. So that's a huge split but they do start the game pretty slow. And if that happens and you could see, you could see very quickly here that the game gets out of control, right? If you have touchdown punt, touchdown punt field goal, the game's basically over. And that's asking a team to score three straight drives, not an easy task, but I'm just saying for, you could see a variation of this game, your variation for Washington winning or covering is probably something like um, chase young, just, you know, does does a cyborg esque game and he does it all game long, which could happen. He's amazing, but I don't yeah. think it's happening. So Bucks covering. No, I I I agree. I agree that the off the Buccaneers offense does look different. It looks a lot better, um, and I'm sure they've made some adjustments. But I, I I doubt you're 
you're recognizing the trends in the play calling on uh, on your uh, your tape. That's all I'm saying. But anyways, uh, I think the Buccaneers will win. I I'm gonna say that the uh, Washington football team covers though. I think that their defense is good enough, um, and I think that this is a game where Washington tries to play some keep away. And so for that reason, I think that it is not more than a one possession game. Is Gibson going to be back? Uh, he played last last week. He did. Okay. Yeah, they, they got Gibson. They got McLaurin. They're they're pretty healthy besides uh, Alex Smith. You know, Alex Smith has six touchdowns, eight picks. I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, that is pretty, pretty bad. bad. <laughs> but <laughs> well, here, here watching them, all all they're doing is, you know, it, it's just he's he's checking down almost every play, and you have. Or, you know, Terry McLaurin's their only really downfield threat. Mm -hmm. Uh, Logan Thomas is a good red zone threat. He's actually – it's crazy how you can go from, you know, playing quarterback at Virginia Tech and then being this good of a tight end in the NFL. But, uh, no, Terry McLaurin's their only real deep threat. And then they're checking it down to Antonio Gibson and and J.D. McKissick. Um, But for them, it's one game, so – They'll stick to that recipe, I'm pretty sure. You think it's a close game? I'm kind of dumbfounded. I think that. it's a close game. No, I think it's a close game for sure. Maybe because maybe the arguments is past Brady's bedtime. You know, he's a light sleeper. He's done bad in primetime games this year. True. That is true. Uh, maybe that's a that good should, point. That should have been your argument. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Steve? Uh, yeah, I almost spent too much time, but I, I honestly think the Buccaneers are going to blow this team out. They're barely a playoff team. They're lucky they're in a dumpster fire of a tank bowl. The Buccaneers are also barely a playoff team. Well, those so they're good enough. They have eleven wins. Uh, super wild card. Super wild card. Super wild card weekend. Uh, the, yeah, no, I I think they they Bucks win and they cover the spread. Uh, good. Okay. My last Bucks take here is that if they uh, I I do not see a world in which Brady loses to Alex Smith or Taylor Haneke here, and if he does. Uh, he would be very embarrassed. I think he's changed his sleep schedule up for what it's worth. I think he's going to bed about 9, 30, 10. Yeah. Late, yeah, late. it's probably messed up after those late practices Bruce Arians was scheduling, and he's, you know. They should have beat that Rams team, honestly. You brought, watch it back. Brady, Brady, had a, Brady had a stinker, I'll be honest. Yeah, the good golf. We got good golf that game. Okay. The Sunday best games. game of the weekend. <laughs> Sunday games. Um, early game on Sunday. Ravens-Titans at Titans. Ravens are a three and what a time? Half. It's 1 p.m. Our, 1 p.m. Pacific. Or, so No, it's t- 10 a.m. 10 a.m.? Oh, this one. Okay, this one's a little earlier. Okay. So it's 1 p.m. Eastern? Is that, yeah. is that correct? Okay. Yeah, so this is the early game on Sunday. 5 a.m. in Hawaii? Uh, No, it would be uh, 8. 7 a.m. in Hawaii? It'd be 8. eight. How many hours is Hawaii behind the uh, West Coast? Two. Three? Two? Only two? I thought it was like three. I'm... I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it's two and Alaska is one. I thought it was three, but I don't really care. The time differences are. Uh, I was just trying to let our listeners in Hawaii. It's it's two hours. How how far ahead is London? Uh, It's eight eight or nine. What time will our friends across the pond be? Yeah, what time are our. our The the Jags aren't playing, so we don't have to worry about it. Okay, Ravens, Titans, three and a half point favorite road favorite that ravens are favored over the titans the reason for this wow. is simple reason for this is simple the titans defense stinks but they do they did play this game 
just a couple weeks ago, the Titans won in overtime. And I haven't watched film on I the did. Titans, but I'll tell you the truth from what I've he watched in, in what I've watched in games is this. I think the Titans need to come out and throw the ball early. And if they do that, they'll be successful. I know they have Derrick Henry. Little 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 pass to set up the run, huh? Yeah, I know they have Derrick Henry. And the Ravens are every team immediately stacks the box. And the Titans have been probably too run heavy at the start. Did you want to know a fun fact? Ryan Tannehill has better stats since he joined the Titans or from his starting with the Titans than Pat Mahomes does through, through those last, whatever, however many games he has like 48 touchdowns, like 10 picks career revival, career revival, Adam Gase testament to how bad of a coach he is. Almost killed the career of of a great man. (laughs) Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Good for Ryan Tannehill. I love that. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill has been uh, objectively a top seven quarterback these last two seasons. Yeah. And uh, I think it's objectively means not n- no room for opinion. So, yeah, I don't think there's a room for opinion there. He has been great. He has been simply great. And I think that he, they, if they want to beat this Ravens team, come out throwing, make them be on guard of the pass. And then you and then then you open it up with Henry because Henry is just this. this he, what is, what is Henry? How is he so how is predator. he predator? He's 6'3", 240. He's a, he's a monster. And uh, no no running back will ever have better high school stats than he, he has had. I oh, promise. my gosh. Yeah, I watched a video of him, him in high school. It's yeah, like, he, in, it's like in, like, grade school, if you have a super fat kid, you just give him the ball. He can't be tackled yeah. except Henry. You know, I remember when Derrick Henry was in high school. I never watched him, but I saw his stats, you know, and I was just like, You didn't watch what? tape? You didn't watch tape? On I wasn't tape. watching any tape. I didn't see any tape back then. It was a little a – little, Tougher to access. You know, yeah, you didn't have a huddle he was in high account. school. Yeah, I did have. A, I actually did have a huddle account. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, yeah. You could access it. Um, true. Uh, I guess I wasn't trying hard enough. You weren't dedicated to the grind. Get your no. get on the grind. Anyways, get your nose on the grind. High school stats are stupid. Yeah. State state rushing record record in Florida, right? I think so. I think Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I I saw tape Put on like four hundred four hundred yards. I did see some tape recently on Instagram of him running all over people in high school and like. It, it, it's, it's amazing ridiculous it's ridiculous it's amazing uh so i this is the hardest game to pick and i actually want to go i'm trying i want to go undefeated for covering this this uh these playoffs i know it's not going to happen but if i get these six under my belt it's it's possible um i think the titans win this game uh the the ravens again i think the ravens have kind of the same situation as the seahawks have had where you look at their opponents since Lamar came back from COVID uh, outside of that Browns game. And are we sure the Browns were that good of a team? Cause they have looked very, very stinky. stinky. Lately. Very, very, Uh-oh, very stinky. Lately. Yeah. That was the game of the year. And Lamar obviously had his bowel movement and he came back into the game and he won. But if you see who they played since it hasn't been murderers row for, for, for by any means, it's been the Bengals, the, the Jags, uh, I can't the, the giants, I think. True. That, I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. We, yeah. we, we claim them as being so hot, but they have played nobody since that Browns game. That's a that's a big win. That's a good win, but they've looked great. Else. And I, I don't want to take that away from them, but I also think like it is it is sometimes who are you playing, how are you looking throughout the game? That Giants game was actually decently close. That like that wasn't a that wasn't a blowout. I will say this. If the Ravens win this, I wouldn't be surprised. 
the Titans have a really bad defense, but their their biggest weakness is the secondary, and and the Ravens' biggest weakness is passing offense. So, I think if the Titans do a game, I I love Arthur Smith. I think he's going to be a head coach next year, uh, deservingly so. I think he's going to be a great culture guy, and he's an amazing uh, uh, offensive schemer. So, um, FedEx Air. Huh? FedEx Air. FedEx Air, right? Yeah, yeah, he is. That's that's a known. That's a little known fact. And that's honestly, how they got that punter from FedEx, huh? Yeah, he definitely signed him off of his dad's company. Yeah. He said, "Do you have a, Do you have any guys that can kick?" And you guys, you guys, hey, FedEx pops, probably held. Fe, pops, FedEx got any drivers that can punt? They probably held a punting competition. Just sent the best <laughs> one to 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 play for the Titans. Yeah. Honestly, they should investigate this. Uh, the NFL should investigate this. I think it's kind of nefarious. Tampering? But give give me the Titans here. I think this game's going to be great. I actually think it's going to be super high scoring. This is 55 is the over under. I would be surprised if both teams don't get to 30. These defenses are very piss poor on both sides. And uh, the, the real, the real uh, outcome here will be probably decided on Tannehill versus, or versus Lamar, who has a better game and then the quarterback spot. And uh, I'm riding with Tannehill. I just think he's, I think he has not gotten enough credit. If you're doing a list of, top 10 quarterbacks i promise most people don't put Tannehill on there right they're just they're gonna there's gonna they're gonna put breeze and rogers still or not sorry rogers deserves it but they're gonna put like breeze they're gonna put like big ben like there's gonna be people with like old guard on yeah. there for no and reason true lock like all the normal yeah, people yeah, put on a top 10 list. <laughs> but, but Tannehill was probably not uh, forgotten off that list and uh and he's been top seven at worst and so give me the titans here uh ben Benucci. Ben Benucci. Uh, give me the Titans here. So, I mean, obviously they cover, but I, I got the outright winning. And I think I think there's a lot of value on betting that, the outright win for the Titans. Yeah, no, there is. Uh, the money line's probably pretty good. Um, I, I sent my predictions to Sterling uh, for the playoffs, and this this was in there. This was my, my upset, uh, and I'm taking the Titans uh, because – not only did they beat them last year in the playoffs when the Ravens were, you know, uh, what the two seed or they were the one seed, one seed. They? Yeah. They, they were, they were pretty, uh, they're pretty favored going to that game for sure. And they were one of the favorites for the Super Bowl. Um, and the Titans went in there and beat them. I think this is just a case where, um, the Titans weakness, uh, their secondary is masqueraded by the fact that, um, Lamar, Lamar and company probably aren't gonna, you know, beat you that way. Um, because, and I don't even think, I, I don't even know, you can't put on Lamar, honestly. Like, he just, his best, his best weapon is Mark Andrews, you know, and Mar- Marquise Brown, like, he can't catch the ball a lot of the times. But what's um, happened so, from last year to this year? Uh, they have been exposed. That's that's what's happened. Not I think that they're exposure. So no people people have found out, and we we've heard it all, a, a lot. You know, like Lamar Jackson likes to throw it in the middle of the field. Yeah, why do you think Mark Andrews has such great stats? Because that's who he targets a lot in the middle of the I field. Think, I think Lamar's a little a little effectively taken that away. He's a little you know? sporadic outside the numbers, though, right? Like that has yeah, been yeah, shown. True, it true, does, true. It's not just the receivers. He also does not have the accuracy for that, and I think he'll grow into that. I mean, I think Lamar's yeah. People, people that don't like Lamar for, um, for his inaccuracies. I think he'll, look at Josh Allen, right? He's amazing. He's an amazing he'll, talent. He'll grow. He'll grow into the accuracy eventually. Yeah, I, think. I agree. They need agree. receiver help though, in, in the off season, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah uh, I think this is just a. I think this is just a good matchup for the Titans. Um, 
And yeah, I know I picked the Titans as my Super Bowl team from the AFC. It still has a chance, but I wouldn't bet on it anymore. But I think they win this game, and obviously they cover. Yep. Steven Bruin. Ooh, got an interesting pick here. I got – what's the line again? Uh, three and a half right now. For the Ravens? Yep. Ravens, right. Ravens, Ravens plus – I got the Ravens winning, but Titans covering. Field so goal we game. We all Field goal. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what Steven has. Um, Titans. Titans got the ball last. You trust them to kick? Missed field goal, Steven Goskowski. If he's back, I don't know. But they if Goskowski's not back, they got that weird looking guy who hit yeah. a game winner with a doink. You know, I didn't yeah. even think about but that. I don't I I don't trust him from no, uh, I, that's what I'm saying. 35 no. yards out. You know, Same. I, I don't think PATs, about I don't trust him. You can't change even, an master then. Picks locked in. No, I'm not gonna change it. But the the true the the big thing here is uh in the playoffs more than any other time special teams matters more and oh and so have, much and i didn't even think about how the titans are literally the worst special teams team yeah ravens got justin tucker too and, and i think even lamar with his his trash wide cook. receivers he, he's still gonna cook this titans the secondary yeah titans need to score touchdowns ravens can afford to get field goals because they they won't miss and so it's, it's a burden off the chest and, yeah uh, i think this might be the best game of the weekend yeah. Yeah, and if you look at if you look at like advanced analytics too, the Ravens are one of the most like their offense is one of the most best. Like they 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 can score at will when they need to, and all their all their usage is great. I just like the Ravens. I think they're obviously Vegas likes them too, but I think the media they're a little little underrated right now. I don't uh, think they're gonna make a push. Of course, what does the advanced analytics say about a monsoon uh, at Foxborough? Uh, highly unlikely. I would have to check my numbers again, but yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to bring up an old, uh, an it old happened to cost one of our friends it about a thousand dollars. Um, bears at saints worst game of the week. Um, stinky. the next two are pretty stinky. Yeah. Saints 10 point favorites, 47 over under. Uh, I think Sean Payton's idea is one of the stupidest ideas I've heard and the long list of dumb ideas I've heard over the last few years, how he wants to quarantine like 60,000 people for weeks to then come to the stadium, make sure they're all good luck. What? Yeah. He wants a full Superdome. It's not going to happen. He just tossed that idea out there and people are like, could it happen? No, it can't happen. It would would take one person to lie. Yeah. It takes one person. And it's like, who, how many people are going to risk that? Or take that. I mean, people would risk the, that, but how many people, people are gonna follow those rules? Yeah, the people that would risk it would the be the people, people who would. Yeah, the people that would follow the rules. <laughs> exactly. So, um, very bad idea about Sean Payton. But this is also the, remember this is also the guy that takes out his Hall of Fame quarterback and puts in a, a 28 year old uh, tight end to run to run up uh, QB draws, and he fumbles a lot. I I still don't understand that. I never will. Uh, Kamara probably is back this game. Michael Thomas looks like he's gonna be back. So the Saints are gonna be playing with a full deck of cards. Um, I don't want to really put this in the atmosphere of me thinking the Browns are, or the Bears are going to win, but uh, I'd be very surprised if the Browns won this game. The, the yeah, they're not even playing. A way better defense than uh, not a way better, but a better defense than the Saints. And I think Khalil Mack is, is really a record. I think so. I think they have comparable. I, I don't know if it's statistically better, no, but the I like got the, a good defense. I like the players better on the Bears. Okay. The Saints have like the best overall. Okay, like, team. name 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 two players besides Khalil Mack. Eddie Golden, Roquan Smith. 
Are you looking at a roster right no, now? No, no, I'm not. I, reading. I, can, I can share my screen. I'm not looking at anything. Honestly, if you ask me to name four or five, it'd probably Eddie, be a little hard. Eddie Golden? Anyone from their secondary. Name one person from the secondary. Eddie Jackson. Yeah, that's what I thought. That, yeah. that I was like, who's Eddie Golden? No, isn't he a player? No. <laughs> Eddie Golden. What's his yeah, name? You, you got it you got it past me at first uh check, but then I thought I said Kyle Fuller also, but I okay, let me actually bring this up. There, I'm there not might be at... a golden, but Eddie Jackson is definitely a player. Eddie, I think Eddie it's Jackson. Eddie Golden too. No. Uh, there, uh two Eddies. There's no, no. there's a uh, Eddie Gold Goldman is their fourth uh nose tackle, so <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! Got him. Yeah. Hey, it's gold, gold men. Yeah, Surly, Surly got that. Surly just like he also reached... opted out of the season for oh. COVID. Oh, yeah, so he's not he, hasn't play. Play. he hasn't played. He hasn't played all year. Surly reached into the back of his subconscious of like one vision of him playing Madden, flipping through rosters. Oh, okay. Here, Let's say... He saw the name Eddie Goldman one day no, at okay, the very okay. bottom of the depth chart, defensive tackle for the Bears, and yeah. he was like, traded him. Uh, uh, two two Bears players. Uh, I'm looking. One Eddie second. Goldman. I, I'm looking at the roster now, and H- Akeem Hicks is really good, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Mario Edwards Jr. is really good. Roquan Smith is elite. Yeah. Danny Trevathan's kind of washed up. Quinn Quinn is Ooh, a terrible Danny contract. Kyle, Kyle Fuller Kyle is actually Fuller. really underrated. Yeah, Kyle Who? Fuller's good. No, they have some good players. Definitely, they do. Yeah. They they so. they usually always have a good defense. But they they have a. But the they Saints have con- also have a gr- a great defense. Listen, I'm just giving you my my reason. I'm gonna pick whatever I pick, covering or not covering. So I like the Bears defense more. I think Trubisky is actually as good as Drew Brees is now. Do I trust Trubisky? Ask me that. Do I trust Trubisky? Do you trust Trubisky? Um, I drink a lot of beer, but I'm not a Trubisky holic, my friend. No, I do not. Oh. I don't trust Mitch. Uh, he's the, he's the second worst Mitch I know. Who's the first? Lives in Kentucky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The Synod Minority Leader, Mitch McConnell. Congratulations on the demotion, my friend. Um, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Saints winning for obvious reasons. I don't like picking the Saints. I really don't. I don't think they're a good team. I think that they I think that they are very vulnerable to the second round. I think playing the Bears is such a such an advantage. If Kyler Murray was healthy and Cliff Kingsbury wasn't the head coach of the Dolph or the Dolphins, uh, the Cardinals, I, I think that the uh, the Cardinals would probably upset them here. But if Trubisky upsets them, I wouldn't be surprised. But that's why I'm picking Saints no cover. I think it's going to be a little closer. But I could see at here's the thing I could see at the end the Saints backdoor covering with a Kamara touchdown or a Thomas touchdown. What's the spread again? It's ten points. It's it's high. Yeah, that's that's a big spread. Um, damn. I think. I mean, uh, 100% picking the Saints because um, I just don't see Mitch Trubisky scoring a lot of points against the um, the Saints defense, who I actually think is better than the Bears defense, uh, unlike you. But um, okay, can you name five players on the Saints defense? Um, Marcus Williams, Marshawn Lattimore. He's looking at something. No, I'm not. I see the guys traveling across the the, I got the Bears roster right here on my phone. Uh, Marcus Williams, Marshawn Lattimore, both really good players. Uh Um, Cameron Jordan, great player. Uh, Trey Hendrickson is their other defensive end. He's been really good. 
You signed uh, him. And then Demar, is it Demario Davis and yeah. Alex Anzalone are their uh, linebackers? I think you're thinking of yeah. Demar Derozan Actually, shooting guard. No, no, no. no, both of those are correct, Penny. Don't listen. To yeah, <laughs> and uh, they had Quan Alexander, but he got hurt. Yeah, he's cheating. Okay, so you got the Saints. Let's hear if they're covering or not. Actually, there's another one. Uh, PJ Williams, I think, is on their team. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's yeah, a free Name their whole offensive free. line now. Huh? How about that? You're looking at the roster. I mean, uh, Andres Pete is on their offensive line. I know that. Um, yeah, anyways, no, I got the Saints. I got the Saints. I only um, know Ramshick. Yeah. Hey, there you go. How about the wide receiver for all of them? All, all, everybody <laughs> on the depth chart? Uh, I mean, Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, um, uh, Traquan Smith. Tra- Traquan Smith. Yeah. yeah I give that to you. Okay. Who, if you got Anyways. the Saints, you got the Saints covering. Yeah. Uh, I. Hmm. You've picked only the Titans to cover so far. So you're Shit. three no covers. Titans covering, and then this is the fifth game. Yeah, I'm gonna say no cover. No cover. Wow, you have one team covering so far. Yep. Close games. It's playoffs, baby. Dangerous I man. Know. Um, Steve. Yeah, uh, advanced analytics would agree with Benny. Uh, New Orleans has the second best defense in the whole league. So don't care about those. Let's go. <laughs> so uh, I like I like New Orleans in this game, obviously, and you know what? I'm gonna pick them to cover too. What does the tape say, though? Uh, I don't watch a tape because I'm not a psychopath, and I don't <laughs> pretend to watch. I the think tape. the tape still says they're great. Yeah, the, the, the tape the, says that they that they that they commit pass interference every single passing play and it's a smart it's a thing good to strategy do. It is because they aren't going to call it every time it's this is what's going to happen we're we're all going to be wrong on the saints game it's going to ruin us all because the saints constantly underperform in the playoffs people think they can never always make it it's been like the last four years then they lose to uh, uh, a subpar team in the playoffs except for that rams team where they complain all the time there's no pi yeah guess what they got the ball back in overtime and breeze through a pick okay i understand terrible play call but it's not like that into the, the game. I don't yeah, care. They, they Saints fans, Saints fans might be the worst fans in sports. They might be the most insufferable fans. No, I think that's I no. Think I that's think that's the people Lakers. that switch from the Patriots to the Buccaneers. I think that's yeah. the I didn't switch. I think Lakers fans switch. are actually the most insufferable fans in every. Sport. No, because at least they have success legitimately. Like, no, it doesn't matter. It's they can still be insufferable. No, because they okay. haven't had success in in, in a decade. So. Lakers have probably won the most titles since the turn of the decade, right? Or turn of the millennium, right? Since yeah, I don't care about that. Years. I don't. I don't care about what ones they won when I was the in middle school. <laughs> okay, well, I think it's the Saints, and then I think it's the Cowboys. Not Brandon, but most Cowboys fans. Um, and if you go basketball, and then Patriots fans up until this year, Patriots fans aren't insufferable. They win every year. That that's what makes them insufferable. <laughs> No, because they're actually putting up results. It's like saying Warriors fans are insufferable. I can hate Warriors fans, but I can. I don't be like, know yeah. any Warriors fans. I don't think Warriors fans Tyler actually Roach. exist. Tyler Roach. My I don't know buddies. Tyler Roach. He's one of my good buddies. Um. Okay. Last game of the Super Wild Card Weekend: Steelers at Browns. Browns are a six-point underdog after beating them to get into the playoffs, forty-seven over under. Beating their B team. Half. Beating the B team by two points. You know the Browns are kind of screwed. Uh, Stefanski has COVID. Yeah. How much better is Stefanski than Freddie Kitchens was? Uh, uh percentage wise, probably 140. <laughs> percent uh, Yeah, I don't know what advanced analytics say, but the tape says he's a lot better. You know what's kind of bullshit, and I think I cannot believe that this is still how it is. That 
he's not they, how can they not change this rule that if your head coach or your coordinators get covid they can't electronically communicate with the team yeah for real or or like have their own booth because everything's empty right now why can't they just have a booth to themselves they probably don't want them traveling and having any but i i agree with that i was yeah. actually saying why can't they just booth them up right yeah and just private literally put a hazmat suit on when he walks phone. in and out have you're them on a on the phone yeah. with a coordinator or something. You know? You're telling me they can't afford a private jet to fly by himself. Oh, they could, yeah. To Pittsburgh. What's well, then? It's at it's at Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Okay. I wrote at Browns, so that's not a far flight. Yeah, it's not. Um, Roll them in, in a hazmat suit. That's what I'm saying. Bring them in a hazmat suit and have them leave in a hazmat suit, and then just. Uh, <laughs> And I don't think it's that hard or just be able to, you know, call in to the, to the booth, to the, yeah. the other coach. Just have a NFL probably hires like outside of like teams and stuff. They probably have so many people at their headquarters. Like why can't, why can't one person sit on a Skype with him? Like it's like a proctored exam and make sure he's not doing anything like crazy. You know, those surfaces that they give I feel bad for right? him, you know, those surfaces they give the teams, they only can yeah. access the, the plays and those plays that they have do pre-snap and then two seconds after the snap. Right. So it's like, yeah. it's like the papers, but instead of having to print the papers, run them down, it's just that. That's all the tablets can do. It's not like you can go surf the internet and look up. You can't up watch a game field on stuff, YouTube right? in the middle. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. So they can easily have somebody, they can give him an NFL computer or something that can show what he's looking up. And if he just has his play sheet and stuff, and they can easily do this. I don't know why they haven't. It's arcane uh, with, with how archaic, with how, um, with how, uh, the league is going through COVID. I'm actually surprised this game's not getting postponed. Their facilities are still shut down. But God damn it, with all that being said, I'm picking the Browns. Wow. I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> I still don't trust Big Ben. I know the Browns' B team almost lost to Pittsburgh, but I think they're going to rally around their sick coach and um, and win this game. That and wouldn't be, be very healthy to rally yeah, around the sick coach. They should probably say six well, feet away yeah, from Stay away yeah. from, stay away from <laughs> him. Rally around the thought of him. Um, I still do not, am I really going to, I shouldn't pick them. You are too late. Too late. It's locked, locked in. in. It's locked, locked in. in. It's locked in. You well, can only change the spread now. You said it out loud. Well, it doesn't matter. Cause I picked the Browns. So, uh, <laughs> so they're covering. <laughs> yeah. They're covering. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess Browns, Browns to win Steelers to cover. <laughs> I'm picking them to cover, but, um, there is a story of this guy that had like stage four cancer that's dying that Baker's like girlfriend or whatever, or wife, what I girlfriend or wife, uh, like got him tickets to come to the stadium and he's in hospice and he's probably going to die before this game. He had like two weeks left. And that was a really touching story that Baker. Wow. Did. And, uh, it's a great story. And I hope he's still alive for this story. game. He saw that game live where they finally made the playoffs after 17 years, which is awesome. Wow. And I just think that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I still think Steph- not or on football terms. I think Stefanski's going to drop the first 30 or so plays. He'll probably have at least, you know, the first couple of drives of each half. And then whoever takes over the play, who is their offensive coordinator? I do need to look this up. Don't I they already are, made the pick, but isn't their coordinator out too? Aren't a bunch of their coaches out? Uh, is he? I don't know. I thought I remember reading that, but that might have been someone else. I don't think he, I don't think any is there, other. Is there a special teams coach that's going place? I don't think there's <laughs> any other um, coordinator. Right. So Alex Van Pelt, is that Scott Van Pelt's son? <laughs> He's been a 16. Okay, one sec. He's been a 16 year NFL coach. 25 seasons in the NFL with coaching and whatever. He's been the quarterback's coach in Cincinnati from 2018-19. That's not good. Um, ooh. 
they literally cite how well he did with Andy Dalton, Ryan Finley, and Jeff Driscoll. He was the quarterback's coach from 2014 to 2017 in Green Bay. And Aaron Rodgers was tied for second with 125 touchdowns through there. And he led the league one year. Um, so, Dude, the special teams coordinator is the coach. I was joking so and I was right. He made Aaron Rodgers. Sterling, it's, it's a special, special teams coordinator is the head coach. Yeah, but Alex Van Pell will call plays, right? Um, Alex Van Pell, yeah, he, he's going to call plays. But the head coach really doesn't matter. That's just situational stuff. And I, I mean, that's I'm I promise you that they're talking about. Yeah, that just like clock management and timeouts and, you know, yeah. and like wh- when to go for it on fourth down, when to kick a field goal, you know, stuff like that. It's, but that may seem deal. easy, but we've seen Cliff Kingsbury and Anthony Link. And, and <laughs> I uh, was making fun of you for saying that's not a big deal. There's no, four, it's a big deal. It's a huge four, deal. It shouldn't be that hard. Coaches out. <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard, but it is. I agree. It's stupid. It is. Sterling's going for it on fourth down and onside kicking it every time. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you Madden, this. Madden Guess what? I will tell you this. The uh, teams that have gone on for go for more on fourth down have been more successful this year. Same oh, really? Tell me about the Eagles. Yeah, tell that to Doug Peterson. Yeah, I think the Eagles had probably decent. He used it down. as a tanking method. Yeah. That was a good fourth down attempt. There was a wide open guy with Jalen Hurts missed him. Like that, mm-hmm. that was a good play. That literally schemed the guy wide open. Hurts threw it at his feet. Um, I've got the Browns, so obviously I have them covering. I forgot that I, I, I didn't forget, but I was like, what am I doing? They won by two points against Mason Rudolph and a whole bunch of starters out, and now they don't have their coach and a whole bunch of other coach. I'm an idiot. Probably, probably yeah. this. Uh, okay. Steelers covering is Steelers covering is probably the, the way to go here. Yeah, I'll take the floor. Um, what's the spread again? Six. Six? Yeah, I'll take the Steelers uh, and co- and Steelers cover. For yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Steelers and Steelers covering too because they're missing Denzel Ward, Malcolm Smith, Harrison Bryant. I think Ward will be back. You think so? I think so. From what I, 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 I listened to some podcasts about it. Yeah, well, we'll have to see on that one. But they might miss a bunch of people. Uh, I like a team that has – the head coach that can't get COVID. That's my, that's my pick for. <laughs> what stops a team from just going for the outbreak then? Like why, why not just get like, oh, that's what I said. That's what did, I said earlier did, uh, about the Broncos. They should have just done that earlier. Just give everyone COVID. And you get yeah, a, this, you get well, the Steelers have already had it. Right. Or no, yeah, they, they probably have, but they've got a lot of games moved because of it. They've probably they, been the least uh, advantageous team because of COVID this year. The this, Titans yeah. have already had it. The Titans got it early. This, it's out of the yeah. way. Steelers and Titans have a herd mentality, a herd immunity right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> they're good. But what's stopping the Browns from just like saying, yeah, we all got COVID. We got to move the game. I think it's too late for that. I think they can't do Is that it? for the playoffs. It's Wednesday. I think, yeah, I mean, it's Wednesday. We got, we got four days for this game. They can, no. they can easily do it. They for all money, go get it. They just get it on purpose. If anything, I think they the, have NFL, families that can't the, do that. the NFL has proven through the entire season that they are not moving stuff very much except for like the top two teams everyone's gonna play and i think with the playoffs it's just gonna get worse if your team gets covid you're just gonna have to play without those players i think the only exception would be the super bowl whoa Uh uh-uh in the playoffs if the browns the browns are an exception unless you're the chiefs i think the chiefs are the only team that gets a pass the bills would seattle would i don't think so tampa would i don't think so the the saints would green bay would and the Steelers would. No, they, these teams are too big. They they want a good product. The regular season is one thing. I understand the Browns. The Browns, nobody thought, thought will win, even if their team's full strength, besides me, because I'm an idiot. But uh, legitimately, like, there there's players that are bigger than this and teams that are bigger than this. They are not going to let um, 
There's no they're... player bigger than Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah. If Mahomes gets it, the game's getting postponed. Yeah, the Super Bowl will get postponed a week. <laughs> yeah, that thing is going to be postponed regardless. Like, or if, if anybody is, if there's a big COVID outbreak on a team, literally, if a team has Ohio, okay, we're done picking, right? Um, yeah. Okay. Ohio State, did you see what Nick Saban's daughter tweeted? No. Ohio State gets COVID, get, has a few COVID cases, and Nick Saban's daughter tweeted that if you're afraid to play uh, because Justin Fields is hurt, you can just say that because they think she thinks that they're like postponing it so they can uh, play. I'll tell you the yeah. truth, though is uh, there's a few places that I've listened that uh, Clemson has stopped testing long before this week. And so... Uh, oh, I bet. Yeah, and so obviously if there's an outbreak, Clemson's fault, but... Um, oh, true. And so I, I could see both ways. Fields is probably not 100%. I don't think that game's going to go well. If, if No, I'm taking, I'm taking Alabama, but Justin Fields, second best score. We'll talk more about that on Sunday's episode. Uh. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back for a very quick segment. We're going to do bets for this week. And here's what I want from you. No, 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 no. Because you guys have to look it up. It's also more than that. I want you guys to put in a bet for your Super Bowl matchup. So figure out. I say we all put in a six leg parlay uh, on on the spreads that we just said. None of them would hit. I know. But I say we do it. Well, I'm not going to do that. I don't like that. 10 bucks. I don't like you. I don't piss money away, except for it's on expensive coats. Got another Canada goose today. (laughs) Yeah. What the hell? Nice coat. Pretty long. Pretty long, though. I might send it back. So I was at the store a couple days ago. Got myself a ton of Coors Light. What type of Coors Light did I get, somebody may ask? Well, you know what I got. Them 16-ouncers. Them good ones. The twist-offs. Silver bullets. And if Coors Light would be as audacious to give me a couple of free cases listen that beer won't go to waste sponsor the bot back to the show okay we are back um we're gonna do our best bet for this round of the playoffs for the super wild card weekend and then we are also gonna give our super bowl futures matchup uh i guess we're predicting the super bowl here right is that what that means yeah Okay, so it looks like we're going to spill the beans on some of our picks in the future. We'll see if we actually stay true to that uh, or, or, we, or we divert from what we are saying right now. So I'll, I'll, go, uh, I'll go last. Benny, let's hear yours. Your best bet and your Super Bowl matchup. Or actually, give you, let's do best bets. Let's do best, best bets. Best bet. Steelers covering the current spread of minus 5.5 at minus 110 odds. Best bet. Oh, 5.5. Yep, five and a half. So it is right now. Down a little bit, huh? Yep. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Steve, your best bet. Yeah, two-team parlay. Bills at minus six and a half. And Steelers minus five and a half. And that gets you uh, plus 260. Okay, my best bet is a six-point tease. Bills, which uh, gets you down to about a pick them, a half point. And then Bucks, which I bet it at minus one to be minus two now. Uh I think that's a great bet. Super Bowl future. Speaking of the bill. Yeah, good teaser. Speaking of the bill. Hey, I'm the teaser king. Speaking of the Bills and Bucks, my Super Bowl matchup, 17 to 1 odds if we get a Bills Bucks Super Bowl. Um, Good chance for both of those, I think, happening. Good chance for them both not happening, but the odds are high. And uh, I think in the NFC, like I've said, I've been adamant, it's going to, I think it's going to be Green Bay or the Bucks. And the AFC, I think it's going to be the Bills. 
I, I really think that their competition is much subpar to them. And uh, we'll, we'll see after this week. These odds are going to jump up a lot for all of these. If, if all these teams that we have win or, I mean, Benny, you did a real coward's way out because you are you you don't have any team playing this week. You have the Chiefs Packers at plus three. Dude, I think they're the two best teams. It, 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 you don't want to get too cute. You know, there, there's obviously plenty of scenarios where both of those teams don't make it. You know, this is freaking the NFL. We've you're betting the that. odds here, though, Benny. You want you you want to have an educated guess of what happens, but you also want good odds. Plus three twenty five, just parlay. I guess I uh, asked you. You, you want good players. odds? You want good odds? Browns Bears. <laughs> so much. No, I mean, sorry, I asked this question: Who's your Super Bowl matchup? But a little piece of advice: If you actually believe this will be the matchup, just parlay the Packers and Chiefs every week money line for the for the next after they when they start playing because you will you will win more money that way than doing the plus 325 i didn't i didn't ask you to explain your rationale but that just to give you the thing and uh steven what's yours yeah i put in a couple but the one i like the best is bills versus packers at plus 700 seven to one um so my bills buck 17 to one huh that that's that's where we're going with this uh I'll, I'll read a few more before we go, just so people get. Uh, I also like Ravens versus Packers plus fifteen hundred. Ravens versus Packers. Ooh, maybe. Uh, I that that's not a bad one. I like. Uh, so if you do Chiefs versus Bucks, it's eight to one. Uh, so that Bills gets you almost a thousand odds. I like the Bills a lot more than the Chiefs so far this year. If you do Ravens Bucks plus twenty or twenty five to one, Ravens Packers fifteen. You said Ravens Seahawks twenty five to one. If you do Bills Seahawks, uh, seventeen to one, like like the Bucks, and if you do Chiefs Seahawks, like eight to one, like the Bucks. So, I think that those are all good bets. I wouldn't be surprised. You're right. Browns Bears ten to one, or sorry, a hundred to one. Yeah. Or wait, is that a thousand to one? It's like a thousand to one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, That's just crazy. sprinkle a fiver on that, just in case. Like you, you you put like. I don't. I actually, I'm not sure. How much. A, what if What if Washington ran away with it? Oh yeah, dude, Alex Smith, the Washington greatest is story of all time. That that would be a movie. If you put Washington in any of these, it's ten. It's a thousand to one. They yeah. really have no no faith except for the Chiefs. What's, it's plus six thousand. Yeah, plus six thousand. What's the What's the, What's the best? It's Brown, all uh, Browns best. versus Bears is, or you can get really good odds if with if you do like a Rams versus. Uh, who is it on the AFC side? Maybe like I don't know if it's Bills, Bills. or Ravens. Bills, I think Bills it's Rams. and Rams is thirty-five to one. Ravens and Bill or Ravens and you Rams. do uh, Titans Rams is the same. Titans Rams. That's what it is. Titans Rams is a bit real big odds. The best, the best, yeah, the best is plus ten thousand. Titan Rams, yeah, Titans Rams. Now that's not a bad one to bet. That's a realistic. That's the best, I think, plus ten thousand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or yeah, uh, yeah that's that's the best because I could see. I could see those teams. They're not going happen. to. It could happen. I could see any team. Guess what? It's Super Wild Card Weekend. It's coming up on su- Saturday and Sunday. Wow. Uh, my New Year's resolution of not being on my phone has been derailed over the last few days with uh, football on Sunday. On Monday, I don't know what I was doing. I don't think it was that big a day. Tuesday, elections in, in Georgia, and then today, politics. And then, honestly, tomorrow, probably more politics. And then um, – what are we? We're at Friday. We're at Friday. Yeah. Friday, you know, I might be light on the phone, but Saturday and Sunday, I'm doing 13 hours at least a day, probably more. So it's been derailed. It's all. It's all. It's all gone. All my. All my. All my efforts. I, I'm. Uh, what. What are we? January 6th, a week into the new year, I, I've given up. I'm giving up. Giving up. Quitter. I'm a quitter. 
So um, thank you, boys. I'm going to finish. I'm going to, you know, in this podcast, I'm going to set up my new MacBook Pro, the M1. Bought myself a little gift. How about that? And the Canada Goose. I already got my stimmy. Yeah, Vinny was going to say something, but he ain't even going to speak right now. Poof. That's you your just, money. Did you just fart? No, that's your money. Going poof. Eh. See you later. You can spin it when you're dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, boys. I'll talk to you later.